and welcome to the Tattletops podcast. And this is the very last episode of the year 2021. And I'm going to spend this time with Jeff. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Hi, Laura. Hi. I'm very good. Thank you so much. I mm. cannot believe that we're closing this year already. I know. It's gone really, really fast. Oh, yeah. Well, what kind of year was it? I think it was all over the place. Uh, that's exactly what I just wanted to say. On one hand, it went fast. But on the other hand, I think all of us are a little overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. To say the least, yes. But that's exactly good that we're closing the year with the Capricorn season. Mm. And why is that? What kind of energy is Capricorn season? So the Capricorn season starts on the 21st of December. And that's exactly the day of the winter solstice. So Mm -hmm. it's the time when the day is the shortest and the night is the longest. And it's also, well, why winter solstices are so powerful is because there is a lot of energy which enhances our intuition. So Uh just to keep in mind that take some time on this day to listen to what your intuition is saying, to what kind of messages are coming through or symbols or synchronicities, anything that can be super, super powerful. Mm -hmm. but coming back to the Capricorn season and the energy um, well actually it's really great to um, you know Capricorn is ruled by Saturn and Saturn rules time and form and shape and structure and tradition so a lot of things which you know can really put us together (laughs) in some way you know Mm -hmm. to help to also take a look back and see how far we've come, uh, how much we've done this year, and also to kind of put everything on the shelves, you know, meaning a little bit like to to do a sort of a review. Mm-hmm. I need this. I don't need this. I will take this into a new year. I won't take this into a new year. So become a little bit more structured, become a little bit more, uh, you know, long-term oriented. Because mm-hmm. we'll, if if you think we can already jump into the um, healthy expressions of Capricorn, I can say that the Capricorn, as I said, it, it rules time, form, shape, and structure. So for people who have a lot of Capricorn energy, it's really kind of easy to create shape out of something, create structure out of something. And I believe it's also a good time for all of us to go through this time and to understand some things uh, from like perspective of structure, why something happened, why something didn't happen, right? Then Capricorn is also about authority and maturity. It represents the father figure and it basically <clears throat> shows how we show up in the world how we show up what is our social role what is our career what is our reputation so all of those things and how we present ourselves out there which is obviously quite important right yes definitely yes it also is about duty and responsibility Mm -hmm. also about integrity so you see quite mature um ways of being right when people actually take responsibility for themselves for the way they treat work people family but most importantly themselves Mm. their own feelings their own emotions their own patterns their own uh, ways of reacting to something so it's really about 
responsibility and integrity. And that's why Capricorn rules um, business structures, hierarchical structures, corporate world, politics. Um, and that's <laughs> exactly the places where we need a lot of responsibility and a lot of integrity, right? Yes. yes. And the last one for Capricorn is that uh, this energy gives us the feeling and sense of discipline. Mm-hmm. Because it's, as I said, it's about the long term. It, it, it's about the long term vision, but also about long term goals. Um, the Capricorn energy typically gives us this tenacity to to pick the the right long term goals, but also to go for it. To really understand what it takes, how to make it happen, how to bring the form and structure, and how much time will it take? So, long-term goals is exactly something that I think a lot of us will be reviewing at the end of this year. Of this year, ah, well, actually, to me, it makes again a lot of sense as you usually do because I was actually talking today um, with my friend colleague, and I said, you know what, the first week of January. I feel like I need to sit down, and I hadn't read this of what you said. I, I don't know for the listeners there. And I said to her, I feel like in that week I need to sit down. I need to really properly look at tally and laws for 2022 and my ideas because I've got lots of ideas. I want to do things differently. Um, I feel like more structure, especially the word structure, because this is my. Obviously, I just closed my first year of tiny laws and I was all over the place and I need to try stuff, what works, what doesn't work. I've bought things that I shouldn't have been buying. Um, I've bought things I should have bought more of. Uh, so, I've, you know, it's a constant learning curve. And now I see this and I was like, this is Capricorn season. That's the first, you know, first week of uh, Jan is Capricorn. And that is what I need to do. Perfect. Very perfect. perfect. It looks like you're very much aligned with the with the stars, with the moon, with the seasons, oh, yes. with the sun. So everything that is coming up there. They're coming up there, yeah. It's like I think now, like the last few weeks, my head is all over the place and I'm everywhere. And I've taken on too much freelance and, you know. So that comes with this uh, season now, definitely. But yeah, Capricorn, I'm looking forward to it because I need it. <laughs> I think many of us need it and <laughs> uh, and actually it is even this time it will be enhanced and mm-hmm. I would like to to share some some astrological um happenings so mm-hmm. that you would understand why the Capricorn season this time is much more powerful than any other time and basically the difference is that we have a Venus retrograde this mm-hmm. year in the sign of Capricorn Okay, so the Venus will station retrograde on the December 19th, and mm-hmm. Venus re- is retrograding roughly once in two years. So the last Venus retrograde was back in uh, May, June 2020. Okay. Okay, so right now Venus will start uh, moving backwards, as we are saying. Um, so her retrograde will be happening in the sign of Capricorn, all right? And so what does it mean? It means that, well, first of all, Venus rules a lot of good stuff, right? Venus rules beauty and 
love and relationships and money and finances and feminine energy and what we're attracted to and where do we spend our money. A lot of things which are very important in our lives. And so when it is in Capricorn, then all of those things are going through a really good review process. Because whenever a planet goes retrograde, then we apply the verbs which start with re reassess, reconsider, reprioritize, remember, revitalize. So look at it from a different perspective and change something, right? Wow. And so Venus will be retrograde in this sign of Capricorn, where, where Capricorn is not about pink eyeglasses, right? It, it's very practical. It's very down to earth. It's very organized. It's very long-term oriented. It's the boss, you know, in the company who says, mm -hmm. this is in, this is out. This is what we need to do. This is where we need to put more effort in, right? And so uh, this will be a really key time for a lot of us, okay? Because Venus is already moving quite slowly and it will spend time in Capricorn until basically beginning of March 2022. It's oh, wow. a lot of time, exactly, it's a lot of time when Venus will be in the sign of Capricorn with the, you know, forward motion and then backward motion and then forward motion as well. So it's a lot of time, but then on top of that, as if that wasn't enough, <laughs> on top of that, <laughs> Venus is meeting with Pluto three times during this retrograde dance okay wow exactly and pluto as we know is the planet which rules evolution of the soul it rules transformation and deep changes and restructuring so imagine that it's on top of the whole review there is even deeper restructuring of everything that we value mm -hmm. everything that we believe is worth our time energy, attention, money, all of it. So I would say by the March 2022, all of us will be quite different people when it comes to how we look at love, how we look at money, how we look at resources, how we look at what uh, we are ready to go for and what we still want to achieve and accomplish. Wow. That sounds great, though. I'm really looking forward to it because I like those kind of sort of handles uh, that you can give. And I'm the type, like, I, I keep that in my mind and I do think, okay, so that is a good week to do because Jeff said, <laughs> this is what's going to happen. <laughs> That's why we love Jeff on a podcast. Because uh, I have handles, right? They're handles for people to see what they expect, you know, if they... If you, you know, there's, there's a crazy monkey mind energy coming up, then we need to make sure that we don't do too much. Um, totally, totally. Yeah. It's a good navigation system. When, we yeah. know, when you know when to slow down, when to go forward, when mm. to use the time in the most beneficial way. And I think this restructuring is something that has been needed for a long time. Long time. Oh, yes. And this is coming. Yes, definitely. Oh, I'm, I'm really happy with this. Yeah, I feel I need it. Yeah, it's going to be great, though. And we've got some great uh, crystals as well because we've put um, our zodiac sets together, didn't we? And I see in here definitely uh, in our set that we have uh, like autumn jasper, so it's rooting, grounding. It also works on your, your sacral chakra, uh, ruby and soy seed, 
well, Ruby, obviously love. It also comes with the crown chakra. So it's it's like a set that goes all the way up and down. Um, clear chords, shungit against any negativity. And then you need that as well when you restructure because people might uh, comment on what you want to restructure in your life. And you think, I'm going to do this differently. People might comment. So you need this protection of any of this negativity. And uh, yeah, they're great. The, the Zodiac sets are available on the website of Tani and Los. And Jeff did the astrology side of it, and I picked the crystals. So it's it's a really nice combination, and um, I think people love it. So that's a good one that we did together. Um, <laughs> definitely. And let's move on to the unhealthy expressions of Capricorn. Yes. We need to say. know those as well. Absolutely, absolutely. To know how to navigate the season, because obviously the season gives the the this feel of the energy to all of us, whether mm. we are Capricorns or not Capricorns, whether we have Capricorn, you know, Sun, Pluto, or anything, uh, any planets, we might feel it um, quite richly, and so. Unhealthy expressions or shadow sides of the Capricorn energy can be, first of all, that it can be too rigid, okay? Right. As we were talking that Saturn rules the time and form and shape, it's all about kind of very, you know, <laughs> basically walls, right? And so we need to make sure that the walls didn't become too rigid that the structure didn't become too rigid. Mm -hmm. And I think we were just talking with you about restructuring and that that's exactly needed when something became too rigid or became too inflexible or became maybe too, um, you know, outdated, old-fashioned, anything that needs a fresh air, anything that needs a fresh approach. So take a look at the areas of your life or your own behaviors or thinking processes where you might be too rigid, too inflexible, maybe too judgmental, mm -hmm. maybe having too high expectations towards yourselves and especially others, right? And since Capricorn is about authority, also it's worth looking at where can we be too authoritative? Where do we want to express too much authority, especially when it comes to the lives of other people? You know, right. family, close one, children, employees, whoever it might be. Okay. So that is important. Mm -hmm. Then the energy of Capricorn can also be somewhat conservative, you know, uh, holding on to the past and thinking that the past is much better than the present and the future. So holding on to the past and not welcoming or trusting anything new. So that is also the shadow side of Capricorn. And this is where the restructuring is also very much needed to take a really honest look at what parts of ourselves or what areas of our lives are stuck in the past. Where can we let go? Where can we say, okay, I don't know what the future holds, but I'm ready to risk. I'm ready to open up. I'm ready to, you know, greet something that is not within my experience and which is not uh, based on a tradition okay mm, right yes so it goes very deep mm -hmm. you have to trust yourself and the future yep. and the universe basically with this 
which is not a part of Capricorn energy. This is a part no. of Pisces, for example. Pisces is all about trust and faith and surrender and going with the flow. Capricorn is not that. It's about no. the time and structure and show me what you have. And if I don't mm -hmm. see it, it doesn't, doesn't exist, right? So this is exactly why we are so complex beings that that we have a lot of different energies and we can you know see how we use that wonderful mix that we are ah, right. and here we're coming to a very important part of the shadow side or shadow energy of capricorn is that capricorn can see emotion as a liability as a weakness right, right? because yeah. capricorn is all about you know very kind of concrete things yes. the, the walls the time the structure the responsibility the reputation career and so on and so emotion can be seen as something that is not needed or even can hinder someone That's to cool. you know build a career or to um go forward and achieve the long-term goals and so on so mm. this is again something that we need to always remind ourselves that although emotions are not that popular in our society it's a fundamental part of us it's a it's yes. the foundation yeah right? definitely definitely i and think so, uh, i think definitely emotions even in business it seems coming from retail that if companies just be are very businessy and don't take consider emotions of the people that do work on the shop floor to deal with the customers they get seen as so cold and people don't like working for them. And then it can hurt the business. And then you have companies that are more personable and approachable and those companies do much better. True, true. It's, it's true. Emotions, you know, they get appreciated, they get listened to. So, yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, definitely. I think it's it, it, we, can, we can really follow it in the business world and see that those managers who have a very strong emotional intelligence, they're much more successful than, you know, the best professional. Yes. Who are, as you were saying, very cold and authoritative and controlling and micromanaging and so on. So this is why it's a shadow energy of Capricorn, right? It, it's mm -hmm. something which might be out of the consciousness or, or conscious understanding of, of, of a person. So this is why I'm mentioning it, that emotions are important. Yeah, And just to finish off with the Capricorn uh, shadow side is that um, because we're talking about the authority, the shadow side can also be something like depression or sense of guilt, you know, because when someone is taking too much responsibility, too much on their shoulders, and then, uh, you know, setting very high expectations uh, on ourselves, then if we're not able to come through with our expectations and, um, you know, responsibilities, then we can feel guilty. We can mm -hmm. feel depressed. We can feel that everything is futile and I cannot, you know, um, get myself together. So a little bit easier on oneself, a little oh. bit more understanding. A bit more softer towards yourself as well. Exactly. Yes, need some loving crystals for that one. And don't feel guilty about having emotions when you do restructuring, right? <laughs> that as well, that as well. And what yes. kind of crystals will help to soften our rigid Capricorn? 
Oh, I think I think I see two things. Uh, ground grounding ones as well. Just you know, come to earth and deal with people as well. So like Mukai's autumn jasper, uh, pixie jasper. They all the jaspers are usually quite earthy vibrations. And I think for like self love, the rose quartz is always good. Rose quartz is always a beautiful self love crystal. Don't feel guilty. Care about yourself. Uh, Lemurian seeds, although they're quite strong vibrations, it's more for people that are already using crystals as well. Yeah, just softer, the softer ones I would go for. I would agree for the rose quartz a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot. Because the, the yeah, the the opposite sign of Capricorn is Cancer, and that's exactly what Capricorns are learning in this lifetime: how to become more like Cancer, more so like to cancer. get inspired. Uh-huh. by them mm-hmm. and to be more co- connected to uh with their emotional side so rose quartz i i totally agree with yes you. rose quartz yeah that's a beautiful one mm. and I the upcoming it. full moon and the new moon should yes. also help us with that oh because we have the full moon in gemini on december mm-hmm. 19 in 27 degrees of gemini and without going too deep into the aspect i would say that gemini is typically around um, the following themes it can be about thinking about communication about mm-hmm. our logical mind uh, and about choices okay mm-hmm. so it looks to me that um, since it's a full moon in Gemini and we're closing one and a half year cycle when the north node was and still is by the uh, until the end of this year in Gemini this full moon will bring us let's say the awareness of how are we graduating from this one and a half year cycle? Have we learned to think about things differently? Have we learned to speak with mindfulness? Have we learned to uh, share our opinions or reactions in, in a way that is not hurting other people? Uh, and also what kind of choice are we taking whenever we are in the situations which require some open communication? So that mm-hmm. looks like that to me. And then the new moon in Capricorn on January 2nd in two, two degrees of Capricorn, I think for me it's the perfect time for taking some, um, you know, new promises, so to say. Oh, <laughs> to yeah. yourself, you know, yeah. what would you like to achieve in 2022 what would you like to change how would you like to show up what do you think is worthy uh, of your time and attention uh how do you want to show up with the personal responsibility and personal integrity so a lot of those beautiful things to start off the year the year wow that sounds amazing i have a feeling that 2022 is going to be a bit less crazy <laughs> I have just finished the forecast, the astrology forecast 2022, and hmm, crazy. Hmm, I would say it's hard to speak about the level of craziness, but that <laughs> it will be very inspirational. Hmm? That's for sure. Okay, well, that's what I need as well. Inspiration, get going with stuff that we're doing because we all love it. We've we've got beautiful community. 
And definitely, yeah. Are you talking about inspiration, Jeff? Um, do you have any more courses that you're going to do that people can sign up for next year? I'm running the course right now. Mm -hmm. I think I will, to be frank, I have not yet finished my website, which I already feel guilty about even before the Capricorn season started. So I really will dedicate January to finally finish uh, my website and then mm -hmm. to adding the the information on the soul growth course uh, definitely i'm offering the video uh, around the astrology forecast 2022 it's a mm -hmm. 45 minutes video with the, a lot of different details around what we're going through how to work with it uh, when to accelerate when to slow down what to take into account and then i'm also thinking about the new course around the moon mm -hmm. the moon phases the moon uh, aspects, how to work with the moon, what to expect, what, what how to actually live your life in line with the cosmic with flows. The moon. Yes, like proper moon living, our lunar living. Oh, yeah, that's, you know, that's my kind of thing, yeah? So, <laughs> beautiful. Oh, and my crystals, my love, my crystals love the moon. Uh, yes. So, oh, there's, I'm looking forward to that, definitely. Well, as always, I put your details in the description. So, Jeff, this is the, the end of this season of the Tally Loss podcast. And then, obviously, I'll definitely see you in 2022 again. We can talk more about your website when it's finished, about the courses that are coming that you just mentioned. And we're going to continue with our monthly meetings <laughs> of the beautiful energies. And, obviously, Aquarius is next. And we love Aquarius because they're different. They're independent they have their own live in their own world and they're great people so <laughs> what a wonderful to... way to close the yeah. year <laughs> isn't um, it it is absolutely thank you so much it was a pleasure i think oh. it was really nice way to take a look at every season and see how it's enhancing uh, our life mm -hmm. and i'm looking forward to start the 2022 see how we're all collectively inspired and yes. to support the talent loss community thank you definitely thank you so much jeff as always and find the details in the description please contact jeff she also does readings for everyone and you should definitely get one because it will change your life if you're not sure about the evolutionary astrology what it is i refer you to our very first episode of the season one because Jeff will explain everything about evolutionary astrology, which I always struggle to pronounce, but there you go. I wish everybody a beautiful Christmas and Happy New Year, and I see you next year. Bye, Jeff. Bye, everyone.